0: Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 316, meaning we're reading Jeremiah 43 and 44, and then Luke chapter 22, verses 47 through to 71. And if you've guessed it, that is right. We are now less than 50 days to the end of our reading program and our daily devotions of 2021. But let's jump in to Jeremiah. And I find myself asking, when will the people learn? Jeremiah has been clear. Do not go to Egypt. The Lord commands it. What do the people do? Verse 4 and verse 7, they did not obey the Lord. It is so simple, yet seems impossible for the people. Do what God told you to do, not what you think is best. I must admit, this issue still plagues the church today. We know what God has commanded of us. We even willingly speak of it. But for some reason, we're all too quick to find an alternative, one that is more palatable and to our liking. Yet God is clear, obey my commands and be blessed disobey and have that blessing removed. That is exactly what we read in chapter 44. For some reason we think we can disobey God and still enjoy his blessing. We want both sides of the coin. We want our sinful desires and we want God to be pleased with us. The truth is that is impossible. We cannot serve the sins of this world and serve God. We must choose, like Jeremiah, to be holy for God. It is in this whole life commitment that we will fully realise the blessing of God. Let's head into our New Testament reading and into Luke chapter 22. And it really does make for a sobering read, doesn't it? Even more so when we understand that these are not mere words, but the very words of God, describing the events that led to the crucifixion of Jesus our Lord. The passage is split into three sections. First, the betrayal of Judas. And notice how he does this. He indicates which one Jesus is with a kiss. He fakes brotherly affection and in so doing, hands Jesus over to the authorities. What I find particularly striking is verse 53. They do all this under the cover of darkness. A reminder that many of us try to hide our sin and cover it up. We might do so out of shame or because we don't want to be caught. Either way, the Lord sees it. The second aspect is, Peter denying Jesus. Just as Jesus said, Peter denies Jesus not once, but three times. And there's a crucial verse in verse 54. Peter, before denying Jesus, was physically distant. He was already pulling back from Jesus. Was this fear? Was this the first sign of denial? We don't know, but from this one action, being distant from Jesus, Peter's then led in verse 57, 58 and 60 to deny any knowledge of who Jesus is. The third aspect is that Jesus is mocked and accused. It is so sad to read of the joy that people found in punishing Jesus. This is how depraved humanity is. When they think someone deserves this punishment, they are overjoyed when they get to play a part in it. But notice who is there. Chief priests, scribes and the council. All the religious leaders stood before Jesus with one aim, to get him to blaspheme so they can execute him. How terrible when the leaders of God's people now seek to kill God himself. Two things personally stand out in this passage. How dreadful mankind is and how lovingly gracious Jesus is. You couldn't get any different, could you? Jesus patiently dealing with the accusation, taking the beatings and humbly obeying the Father. And then the disciples reaching for their swords, Peter denying and the religious leaders accusing. I wonder, do we live more like Jesus or more like the other characters in this narrative? Let's pray. Father, we do indeed pray that we would live like Jesus, that we would be patient, that we would be humble, that we would be gracious. Father, we pray that we would not live like the other characters in this story, seeking joy from another's punishment. But Father, we pray that we would entirely be holy for you. Father, we pray that our lives would be a living sacrifice and we pray in all of it, you would gain the glory.